Hello, and welcome to the Fantasy National Golf Club. This is Nice Shot Pods, featuring Tractor, the Rhino, the Moose, and Paul. This week we break down Harbortown Golf Links in the RBC Heritage. We build 43k DraftKings lineups. We play one and done in Fantasy Nassau. We then spend the last 30 minutes discussing the legend of Mr. Magoo. Hi guys, welcome to this week's Nice Shot Pods. It's Harbor Town Week. Is Tiger going to show up? He's not. No. No. But, <laughs> I think they'd have better to know front, that by now. Golf is back. We're here. Coverage still sucks, even with less people somehow. Um, but yeah, Harbor Town this week. And uh, big news this week about the uh, Fantasy National, it's no longer free. But with the promo code NiceShotPods or FantasyNational.com slash pods, you can save 20%. And you can check out Moose's brand new redesigned, super slick, super fast website. It's pretty badass. That's what he keeps saying. Uh, I yeah. won't know. I mean, it's no PGA Tour <laughs> power it's not rankings. PGA Tour power rankings. But <laughs> what kind uh, of clown okay. are you paying to promote your site? Yeah, hey, whatever. I um, don't care. Most people listening already are members. But uh, hey, guys, this week we are going to get into our look at Harbor Town, talking about how Encito played there, and so he's going to be obviously our course expert this week. Um, there, I have I have two or- solid rounds in on the golf club, by the way. So I'm basically. <laughs> An expert. There was some Twitter backlash this week that we didn't do enough course talk, so we're gonna do way more course talk today. We're no, do much more course talk. Uh, it'll be well. It'll be more than last week, but but other than that, we're gonna do what we normally do here, guys. We're going to make some of our picks in our games, talk about the course, talk about last week, and just bullshit. Um, yeah. Moose, why don't you fire us off if there's anything new on the site this week? Uh, no. Okay. Not really. Um, <laughs> still same old stuff, you know, you know, still kind of easing into the, the new stat engine. So hoping people are checking that out and getting some usage on that. But other than that, this week was just kind of about, it's so stupid. Some weeks I've got to spend like a lot of hours making sure that free people aren't on the site anymore. And then, yeah, it's just dumb. I hate it when I'm like ever dealing with billing stuff. I just always want to be working on the tools. Well, what does the website say about Colin Morikawa's putting when it really matters? Um, not good, it, it oh, says. Okay. It's just like, I've never even seen it say that, but that's just all it's saying. Normally, there's a number associated, but it's just saying not good. So, yeah, basically like what happened at what, it was the Sony, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. he four-putted the last hole. Oh, yeah, that's right. That uh, no, Which was I think like going to win. It was like he... No, but it was going to go from like a seventh to a 19th real quick. And they were bunnies, too. Yeah, Jordan had him that week in one and done, and he's still pissed about it. And I oh. like to keep bringing it back up because it's entertainment. Appreciate that. Why did you hate coverage, by the way, when you were kicking the show off? You said uh, that golf coverage com- still sucks. What too many commercials, man. Do you guys oh, like yeah. Sunday was... The part to watch on Sunday was it hit one golf shot, five commercials. Hit maybe two golf shots, five commercials. Oh, people are playing. But no, let's just have conversations in the booth over the air. Like, show some, just show golf. I don't understand. Again, back to Metzger's point. The PGA would be better off with five guys with iPhones following people around. I mean, it's just, it's kind of incredible. And then who they pick and choose who they want to show. Um, I mean... I don't know. It was so I was too busy shooting ninety twos and ninety threes this weekend. I didn't get to check out 
the round, but did they even show Berger at all until maybe the last hole? He had a few birdies on the front nine to like make them relevant. And then they really didn't show any, uh, just short game stuff, just a few made putts. I, like I was saying, I went out to grill. I knew he was kind of in the fray, but it looked like it was, you know, DeChambeau had a, a chance. He pulled pulled one on 17. Was and then the it was sand you know, wedge be, he hit from like 180? <laughs> yeah. And then it was, I mean, just down to kind of Morikawa and, uh, and, and Shoffley. And then I come back in and it's like, oh, Berger won this thing. I saw two putts from the guy all day, but... It's it's good. I thought Colonial was great. Course looked sweet. A lot of strategy guys, around that place, and looked like it was in dope shape. Just good to think, be back. I, w- I watched the replays on Thursday, Friday night. Did you guys think? I thought it looked. It's cooler to see those that course like without stands and hospitality and things because it's just like visually. Like I remember some of the holes from watching previous years, but I mean it's kind of like how we would play it rather than. Like yeah, I think they were even saying that like on seventeen when Bryson Goose that long left there. There's usually a stand there. Yeah, he, he would have got a drop. A I feel lot like these closer. courses will technically play a little harder because of that. Like you don't have gallery or right, right, you know, grandstands stopping balls from going you know fifty yards away from the green or something. Does anyone know if there were any lost balls that most likely in normal events wouldn't have been lost? Well, Ricky hit one in the trailer park on Thursday on fifteen. Yeah, that was weird. There apparently it was like a bunch of there's stuff. a trailer park in well, no, they I Trash. thought they were I thought it was a trailer park and then I watched more. It's like it was like trucks for the tournament, right? Yeah, trucks so like, for the oh, tournament. Okay. But apparently it was like a temporary movable obstruction area, and I didn't gather what. But it sounded like they were like the people up there heard the ball bouncing on the road where these trucks were, which was technically on the course. So he ended up hmm. hitting a drop, even though he never found his ball. I and thought they, it was OB right of 15, but I mean, it looks like a pretty big fence there. Yeah, apparently it was temporary, but it didn't sound like either you guys or any of you guys saw a lot of coverage, but did you hear about like um the guy that kind of erected a little bleacher or kind of like grandstand for Yeah, on 16. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, sweet. It's back, yeah. Yeah, now you can have 25 people gathering, so that's COVID okay, I guess. Yeah, but no, Tractor and Moose and I were, Moose said, firing high numbers in our uh, 36 hole stroke play, so we didn't really. Who won the money? Who, what, out of you three? Oh. oh, our side bet? Yeah. We get a side bet? I think technically I, yeah, I did. I went. I put a message out on Sunday Saturday, Sunday morning saying, you know, pod side bet today, and oh. Moose said, I'm in. We never established. Oh, I'll give you 20 bucks. For- I said 20 bucks on the range, so it's I would have probably tried to collect on you, Tractor. Brain, I'm sure you went in, in, but. But I'm gonna I'm gonna at least pay my bet because <laughs> I deserve it. I was the day one leader. Let's just of the pods of the pods, <laughs> not yeah. of the tournament, not of the tournament of the pods. Yeah. You were 16 back. Ah, uh, yeah. Parker shot 73, and I shot a uh, smooth 88. Yeah, so 15, 15 back. Okay, chipped Any- in on 18. So did you, did you avoid the doubles and triples at all, or on made, that day? Or I made five doubles on the front for a 46. Oh, I never had a big number. Lots of doubles. The course was so hard. So hard. You said that you missed an eight-inch putt. Yeah. And I, that stuck with me. Today, I had numerous eight-inch putts, and I was like, oh, don't be a fucking tractor. Yeah. Well, Focus. it's one of those, right, where you're just kind of like, all right, I can just slap it in. Like, there's nowhere to go. So just fucking mark the ball. Just mark oh. it and restart. And it was one is like right there, and I'm kind of in the guy's line. So I do the reach over and just... <laughs> Push it. It didn't even hit the hole. <laughs> From eight like, inches. And well, at least... And there's literally nowhere to go. The group ahead of us is literally still standing on the tee box waiting. And, like, I'm in a hurry for some reason. It's just, well, like... 
At least it didn't even hit the hole. There was numerous. We have the little plastic liners inside the cups, like right, like it's yep. maybe an inch down. They're acrylic. Acrylic, whatever. Um, I saw at least, well, Paul, you had an experience. You want to tell us about this? Well, I had one, and then Marty had two. So we had three in our group on literally like tap-ins that hit the, hit the cup liner and just popped straight up and out. But. Like, yeah, the one that I saw wasn't yours, but it was one of the guys you were playing with. It was a six-inch putt that was just perfect speed. It doesn't hit the pin, but it hit that plastic right in the side. So that was just like popped right so out. That was in my head, like on my tap-in putts. I was trying so hard to like, yeah, be make sure you got the pin, the pin, you know. Yeah. But is well, what it is. But. Well, and then but then Gusty had one too in the championship, like yeah, and bits had pairing one, yeah. and bits. Yeah, bits missed it by one. We'll get into that. Let's get into that at the very end here. Yeah, but no, it was, uh, that's. Stick around for that because this is just some fun, like golf club. It was drama. a it was a grind, but um, forty miles, thirty five sustained was too hard, man. I was kind of looking for like some updates from you guys mid round to kind of, but I think Moose didn't say anything. No tractor that had like three or four texts. I think it was five over through two. Then it was, can I be done? And then it was, <laughs> I just deuce thirteen. And then Ooh. second margarita has me twisted. Yep. And I was you, like, well, I think I'm in good shape to beat him today. <laughs> you deuce 13? Deuce 13 and birdied 18. I made I made a... How did, you deuce, how did you deuce 13? Did you put it on? No, I hit it just to the front. I hit a punch four iron under the wind. And it was just on the front. And it was just, just a flat straight butt and just slammed it home. From like I think it was playing like 200, like straight into like a... 30 mile per hour wind, is that like about right? 210 straight into the fan. Two t- yeah, straight into the fan. So that was pretty impressive. Uh, yeah, I would have had more pretty impressive Gary too. Gary also made a deuce. But anyway, I'm sure people love this. So we'll bring this back up later. Uh, let's get into Colonial Boy. Yeah. That's last yeah, how about Harbor Town? Town. Let's yeah. get into Harbor Town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All so. I know is they both get stupid jackets at the end. So <sighs> uh, the tartan jacket is not stupid. Come on now. It looks pretty similar to the one at Colonial. That's my problem. You got back to back weeks of kind of the same jacket. I need I need to look up the colonial jacket now. I didn't even realize this. So it's like they're both kind of like red and black plaid, right? Yeah. The tartan. Yeah. I feel like when everyone does a jacket, it takes away the prestige of a jacket. See, I had no idea. I thought there was the green jacket and the tartan jacket. Not exactly on the same level, There's but that's well, well. Bay Hill, they do Bay the Hill alpaca sweater now. The Ooh. cardigan. Which looked good on Rory, not so great on Leishman. There's another term that does a jacket too. I'm pretty sure. As a as a fat, does it like jacket? Wachovia or Wells Fargo at Quail Hollow? I thought they do like a jacket of some sort. Green too. jacket, gold jacket. Who gives a, a shit? Fuck? <laughs> as a well fellow played. fat guy, you know, cardigans sweaters. No, no, they don't. It's a bad. <laughs> game. In, unless you're like a database engineer, then yeah. you then your money. It's time to break down Harbortown Golf Links in the RBC Heritage. Paul, you, I think, are one of the only guys who've played here, right? Yeah, I think I've played two separate trips, but I think one the second time I played 36 holes. So I think I've played three rounds total, total there. And I will say all of them have been in, like, I believe in January. So it's been colder, course plays long soft because people are like oh it's you know it's not very long but it's super tight so you can't hit driver well when it's 50 some degrees and you know soft i mean at sea level yeah it's like you know where you have to hit driver otherwise you have 200 yards into greens that are you know 
smaller than your kitchen table. So, so that's my, sp- yeah, the greens Paul, are tiny. If you spray it off the tee just a little bit, like it's playable. Yeah, out of, but out of the trees, but it's you're hitting a punch shot sure. of some sort. Like I mean, there's holes where you're in the fairway. You're in the and you're fairway. Hitting punch and you're on the wrong side of the fairway. You are, you know, you have trees in your way. Mm-hmm. Like and then, well, and then one, they, like one, they tell you you need to be in the right side of the fairway, and you know if you're left half of the fairway, you're you know hooking something around or going over. Well, and then there's 16 where you've got a tree right in the middle of the fairway, right? Like, yeah. is that a big deal when you're playing it? I don't recall seeing. Nah, the it's pretty. Rising. I mean, it's kind of a good hole because it's a pretty hard dog leg left, so yeah. you, can, you can hit it anywhere right. You just have a farther you know shot in. But I think okay. guys now try to hit something that get pa- gets past that that tree because there's like a waste bunker down the left. But those guys are so good out of those, it doesn't really phase them. I don't think. Is it so, like a 400 yard hole, or is it got a little 16? more length? To it? It's something like that. Yeah, it's yeah. not overly long. But they said if you bail right, you have a longer. All I know is my the second 36 may have been some cocktails involved, and my buddy Tom hit a seven iron, which I think ended up being from 140, but he gunned like some trees like 70 <laughs> over the green and. It was like been there, pitch, done that. It was like pitch black, and he thought he stuffed it. Yeah, no, it was never found it. But and then so, that time of year too, like eighteen, it's like I watch this tournament on TV every year. It's normally in April, and eighteen guys are hitting like three wood nine iron. And anytime I've played it, it's been into the wind and cold, and so it's like driver four iron. And same deal. That green is huge fairway. So into like yeah, a yeah, really, really. Yeah, you can't miss the fairway. Yeah. But. So when I played out at Tour 18, we've brought this up before, where they kind of have the remake of all these. This was hole seven at Tour 18 was 18 at at Harbor Town. Yeah, and apparently they even used to have a like a replica lighthouse, but they had to take that down for like copyright purposes or whatever. Which a okay, but then b how cheesy would it be to have like a fake lighthouse in the middle in of Dallas, Dallas Tex? Yeah, <laughs> like come on. <laughs> like there's like one lake there and it's a man-made lake so but yeah but the same thing paul it was always just blowing 30 right in our face so it was just yeah. a beast of hole but I, I think it's a great hole yeah. I think like i love you got that bailout right you got that bunker and like waste area that's just surrounded all around the most you might have the stats on it but i just know like 14 is one of the hardest part threes i've ever played like it's there's water short right i mean kind of think of a but sort going like left is eight, no good either. Sort right? of like an eight at Hazel Team, but the green's like literally half the size. And I think those guys half play, the size is eight. Yeah, I mean it's just tiny. And left oh, is like a kind of a hard pan like collection area. A lot of guys hit it over there, and it's basically like just an automatic four. Yeah, fourteen I, I is statistically fourteen is the number one ha- the the hardest hole on tour with an average score of yeah. three point two five. Because I think it plays two hundred or so. That's one ninety four. Yeah, I've never played it. Hardest hole on far. tour overall or No 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 on the course, sorry. I do think it does play as one of the hardest part threes, if not the hardest on Yeah, tour, three and a quarter is pretty two. tough. I can I, I'll look that up later, but, I, but it probably won't make the recording. Well what are people listening but, no, to? No, I know it's it's a great, great Well carry on thing. amongst yourselves and I'll figure <laughs> this out. And that if you've never been to Hilton Head I mean, that's a golfer's cool vibe. Paradise down there. I mean, it's just I've never been to that part. Yeah, it's awesome. There's so many good golf courses down there. It's just you know this one stretch of road on the island is both this golf courses both sides of it. So, Paul, are the greens as small as they kind of appear on TV? Is that it? yeah? Like, they're I mean, also in the humpback too. They all have those turtlebacks too. So a little they're hard bit. To hold. I mean, I will. They're pretty flat, if I remember. Once you get once you're on them, yeah. So I mean, if if you hit a green, you have. A very, very good look at Birdie. It's, is it be, a Nicholas design? 
No, it's, it's Pete Dye design. Dye, okay. Nicholas uh, Nicholas did like some rework or some overseeing, okay. and then also DL three got involved at some point. So Mr. I, Polo, so I don't know how the course will play this time this time of year in April. It's typically pretty firm. So I would guess it would be this time of year too. So I think for most most guys, won't be him any drivers. That'll be it'll be interesting to see Bryson this week because I mean, there's some holes. It's like. It's not like Colonial where, oh, I'm just going to cut a corner or something. It's, I don't know, it's, you really have to be in the fairway here. So it's not like a, he oh, gets a, lot of, bomb, a lot the bolt bomb and gouge doesn't really. Were people, were people cutting here. a lot of corners this week? I didn't the see Colonial, that. Colonial, yeah. Yeah, they were? Okay. I mean, there's definitely a lot of irons off the tee, but, but there are a couple holes. Like number two, I think is 385, and they're all trying to rip it up to like 30, 40 yards. Because, you know, on paper at least, you, you feel like, Colonial and Harbortown have kind of the similar profile player that's going to play well at them. And maybe that's just historically. And then last week we had a lot more aggressive players than normal. But obviously they've never been back-to-back because Harbortown famously always follows the Masters. So it'll be kind of interesting to see how that plays out, I think. For sure. What's the like the protocol for getting there? So everybody was tested and then there was a charter jet in the South Carolina? Or are some people like kind of doing their own thing? Has anybody heard about sh- how they're getting there? I just know they have to test them or do a test or whatever every week, if not multiple. Didn't some uh, didn't a player in a caddy on the well the now uh, corn ferry test positive? I think it's three caddies, and they had to sit and they have to sit out until they have two negative tests back to back. Um, my daughter today got sent home from preschool because she was coughing on the playground. So I had to take her to the doctor, and we're just like, just tell us she's got strep. We just need something, like, say, this is the diagnosis, something else. They're like, well, we can't really do that. They gave her the test. The freaking thing, they stick up her nose. Like, she was a champ, but, I mean, it... Yeah, my it, wife did it, and she was like, it was awful. Like, <laughs> it doesn't look like up to your brain, basically? It, does, it, it, like, it looks like it does. It looks like you it looks like in the brain. It looked like it was going to poke her eye out through her nose. Hmm. That's... So... So yeah. Anyway, sorry, not not to talk about children, but fuck. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was one of our uh, main things we talked about when we did this moose. No one cares about our kids. No, but but moose kind of back on the course. Um, so like that's my takeaway from that this place, how small the greens are. Is do you do any research on like historically is like strokes gained approach a big? That's I would assume that would be a big stat this week. And that's kind of what I was looking at when I was yeah. So doing a few so things, but to, to your point on the flat green, so putting is like the thing that the guys that finish in the top ten clearly like do better than everybody else. So short game is more important than ball strike and sh- ball striking. So short game is strokes gained around the green and strokes gained putting, where ball striking is off the tee and approach. Um, it favors the short game very high on the strokes gained putting. And I think that goes to your point. So they're Bermuda green, so there's probably a little bit of green, but for the most part, they don't seem to have a ton of undulation into it in them outside of maybe like one or two holes. And it might be three or four, but for the most part, like there's a lot of flat putts out there. And so I think it's guys that can put their putter online. So, so not this Colin? No, not, well, no, not Colin. I'm guessing Actually, it's, yeah. Rhino, Rhino would be phenomenal out here. Rhino, you like, you. Because I've seen you, if you put a fucking dot, like, on a flat surface, you're going to hit it. And I'm talking mostly simulator golf, which is... <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, oh, man, I really had it rolling this winter. Yeah. It's not even that you hit the speed right, but you put it right on the line. And I think that that's going to be important for this week, is guys I, that... 
I would well, guess maybe so the short game stats we would have made more money down at the DFS Open, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I would guess maybe the short game stats are in they say that way because like guys are missing more greens than normal because of how small they are. So it's mm-hmm. probably well, yeah, you're definitely missing more greens. So that's the other thing too is that like approach shot pr- proximity here for greens and regulation is smaller, but that's also because the greens are smaller. Yeah, so guys that miss by more, you're not on the green. So it's kind of kind of silly in that way. But like um, direct correlation between uh, greens and regulation and finishing position. And sand saves gained in finishing position by like, and not like by one, two, three, four, but if you're talking about guys who are top 20, top 10s, top fives, or winners, like the better you do in sand saves and in greens and regulation gained, uh, the better you are. Now, fairways gained is a little bit more uneven. And I think that goes to kind of what Paul was saying before is that just being in the fairway isn't great. You need to be on the right side of the fairway. So I'm, I'm assuming with that, there's a lot of times where you're better off not being in the fairway, but being on the right side of the, of the fairway, you know, with a good angle. Makes sense. You know, what's crazy here too. I'm looking at the course breakdown on fantasynational.com where you can sign up and save 20% by using fantasynational.com slash pods. But this is one of the more dyslexic historic cut lines I've ever seen. It, there was a plus four, plus three, plus five, plus one, plus three, even one over and one over. So it's like been historically going down. So I don't know what's up with that. But better players? I don't know. It could be conditions too, or or whatever. But could also be that the guys who are playing it are you know playing it every year and they're just figuring it out a little better. That's possible too. So speaking of, you guys want to hear the 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 illustrious name of winners that we've had since like 2012? Yeah. Well, oh, actually, let's see. Have you guys done? Have you guys checked? I know a couple of them. Past I know winners. A few of them. Yeah. Yeah. Past winners. Okay. Well, then then we won't play any game here. But it's pretty impressive. The CT Pan, <laughs> Carl Pedersen, GMAC, and this is in no particular order. Oh, helpful. GMAC, <laughs> Satoshi Kadaira. Matt Kuchar, which solid there. Brendan Grace, Jim Furyk, those three are kind of solid, and Wesley Bryan. Brian, Wesley Bryan. Is it yeah, Brian or Bryan? Awesome. Brian. I think it's Brian. I mean, he's kind of a Smiley Kaufman case too, though, isn't Big he? Time. What happened to that guy? I don't Trick know. Shots, is he Corn Fairy? Well, he's playing this week, I believe, but maybe on a sponsor's exemption. But Tintom. Hey, why are you short my guy GMAC too? I mean, it's not like yeah, GMAC. He's a, he's a major winner. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, I did, I did, I did short him. He he deserved to be in that Kuchar race. Didn't Luke here. Donald win this a few years back too? I don't think a few years back, but a lot of years him. back. Yeah. He, feel it long ago. he for sure. If he didn't win, he's finished like second a few times. I know Luke Donald's one of those guys that they always say like when he gets into Florida or like you know South Carolina, that's that's when you want to hop on him. But that was also six years ago when it was good. We saw him hit a, hit a tee shot at the Honda just. Might have moved six inches. Yeah. Pretty dope. Well, he went through a thing where he was trying to gain yardage for a while, and he just, like, lost his accuracy. It's like, you need to know what you're good at and just mm. stick with it. Did he do that when he was, like, number one player in the world, or was he was already on a fall off? No, I think that's, like, when he, like, kind of fell off. Okay. Yeah, that win was uh, later. His one. Wow. Huh. Tractor, did the power rankings tell you any one? Uh, no. I don't think he's going to be. He might be an honorable mention on powering. I'm trying to find when he won. It's not even. I'm not even finding that. No, good. Is this the Heritage, right? 
Yeah, RBC Heritage. Yeah, yeah I mean, so you could he, also beat, just call- he beat Snedeker in a playoff in 2011. Okay, which makes sense because that's the year before I started keeping track, so I don't have those numbers. So did I hear, or is it just total conspiracy fake news that Snedeker probably tested positive and just withdrew so they didn't have to have a contestant that... Well, they said they're not going to disclose who... Oh, okay. Kind of like their drug testing policy. So he could have just withdrawn because he failed it, right? That's been the same for every sport. Even the NBA was that way, except the guy said what what happened. I mean, that's... Did I see that Zeke Elliott tested positive today, by the way? Yes. Oh, okay. Not a golfer. He's like, I don't know how that got out there. (laughs) Sorry, they're going to find out. (laughs) Someone's getting... Him and my daughter... It's going to get to the point where nobody cares anymore, right? I think Everybody no one gets cares it. Right now. You're on the, the show. Numbers for two are out weeks. of control, and no yeah. one cares. Yeah, exactly. I mean, shit. We put we had rake. Our course had rakes this week. You didn't have. Well, to we rake. still had the stupid fucking diaphragms in the cup. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, well, let's get so, into. Uh, oh yeah, we should hear just for obligatory for that guy that was tweeting about us not talking about the course. It's a par seventy one Bermuda greens Pete Dye course. You can filter on Bermuda Greens to see who's putting the best here. You can click and filter on got uh, who's played the best on Pete Dye courses. Should I just run down that real quick here? Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's, Pete let's, Dye courses. Let's pander to one person. Yep. Let's yep. <laughs> yep. Let's do it. Hold on. Uh, I'll look up his name so we can give him a shout out too. And you know what? He's listening at least. So let's not like tear on him too much. And he's like, oh, the guy just wants more info from us. Sorry, we got we got to give the fans what they want. Oops, yeah, so hold on a second. Here we go. So, top guys taking their last 12 or 24 rounds on... Well, let's just open this up to all rounds on Pete Dye courses. So, that's what's awesome about Fantasy Nationally. You can look at the last 24 rounds. You can look at historic. You can kind of do whatever you want. So, um, let me just sort real quick. Now, let me verify that I'm looking at the right thing. Yes. So, we've got Matt Kuchar, Jason Day, Rory McIlroy, Justin Rose, Bubba Watson, Jim Furyk, and Luke Donald would be the top seven. Webb Simpson, Dustin Johnson, and Russell Knox rounding out the top ten on Pete Dye courses. So, we categorize every round and... We have a little filter that who plays best on Pete Dye courses. You just click it and do it. We could also even add in Jack Nicholas because he also sort of came in a little bit after the fact, I guess, as well as DL3 and look at that. But if you want to look at that, you should sign up using fantasynational.com slash pods and save 20%. Hell yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Who needs $50,000? On Nice Shot Pods, we build DK lineups with only 43000 Who wants to lead off on 40? Who Does anybody remember who's done the best in 43K? I feel like Rhino was on I, a little I got off to a hot a start. My strategy was solid. I, I did switched you, it up. Sorry, Moose, did you put... Are you putting a public one out there for like 200 entries or something? Or? Um, Yeah, actually, I'll have to send you guys a new link again because I actually created a public one. And I was like, what the fuck? I can't name this 43K challenge. And so everybody's going to like enter without another gotcha. thing. So I finally reset it up. But we'll just do that later and I'll 
explain that to you guys, but I'll post that gotcha. out later. So I have to do this again? Well, you'll just you just <laughs> go accept the new one, and then you um, go import the lineup that you have. Usually, you don't do it the first time. Yeah, I, I did it like an hour ago. I'm prepared. Yeah, I can't. I, I, I can't keep my lineup to forty three thousand with the twenty guys in the power rankings. <laughs> um, I'll I'll start it off. Yeah. But, okay. Oh yeah, tracker, bring it on. Hot. I'm taking DeChambeau. Because he blew it last week, and he's just going to overpower the fuck out of this golf course. You I took Luke Donald it, though. because the guy knows how to win here. I took Victor <laughs> Hovland because I like Victor Hovland. I took Zach Johnson because he doesn't hit the ball that far, but he hits it straight. What you oh, need here. Just like I took Cameron Smith. Oh, yeah. going to overpower it, but Donald doesn't hit it far. So hey, I'm, putting a mix, I'm putting a mix together, boys. A little bit of power, a little a bit of scramble. finesse. Here's what's the next one. Cam Smith. Another overpower guy. He's going to dominate this course. <laughs> Boom. And then I'm uh, taking HV3 because he has to come back from what happened last That time. lineup stayed at 43000 It with- did. I had actually $200 left over. DeChambeau's like 10 Do you have an extra guy to pick? I feel like that's only five guys. It's six. I don't know how to look to verify for you, but... Uh, DeChambeau, Hovland, they're not worth Donald, much, Johnson, Varner, and... I have 30... Yeah. I do not. I have 3,200. I did 47,000. <laughs> I was going to say, Hold DeChambeau's on. like 10,500. I'm do this no your way. So I'm going to get rid of DeChambeau, and I'm going to pick... While he's going through this, my initial impression of that is that if that was a mixtape, that mixtape would have both Metallica and Phil Collins on it. Hey, I'm going with Russell Knox. We've had a handful of cheaters in this thing. We were cheaters all weekend. Oh, God, stick around for later. Boom. <laughs> I took Russell Knox because of Mike's very, Moose's very, very elaborate play on how good he is on Pete Dagg. Nice. So, there you go. I did it. You guys should all nice. be happy. I'm glad Nicely I audited done. that. Because, you know, I was also surprised when I was able to get all those guys, too. So <laughs> God, I can't wait. I would have loved for you to submit the wrong lineup and have everybody call you a cheater. <laughs> You know the best part about all this is like I'm in finance and I'm terrible with numbers. <laughs> I, I have a like website that, that literally specif- like is all about statistics and I'm terrible at numbers. I need a fucking computer to tell me what it is. That's why I built the website. I have a horseshit memory. It's like, no, that's why I built a database so I can look up things that I should know because I saw it last Well, week. that's just from the extra. Tractor, did you... <laughs> Possible. Well. Tractor, did you just call it finance? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not like all fancy like that? Not finance? So like finance. F apostrophe finance? <laughs> finance. Like right. like do you think that's what Jim Nance like friends call him like when they're pissed? He's like, oh finance. <laughs> Guys Swing and a miss. Here. Okay, they're not all they're not all gold. No. Clearly. Be. Some uh kind of <laughs> slightly polished turd, but hey. <laughs> tractor, tractor, I'm following you. I'm going Victor Hovland too. Because yeah. I like him. That's really just it. I think he's going to be inspired by Colin's success. But great ball striker. Uh, self-proclaimed shitty chipper. So you always got to watch out for that. But uh, I like that. I got but Taylor he Gooch because he he's cheap. Chipper, so. Taylor Gooch is a 13 for 14 cuts made guy. Seven grand. Like that. Uh, normally, I like to have like a big dog in there. I don't have any of that. I've got kind of a, a healthy array of guys who could win here. Um, starting with Kiz. Just because he's a South Carolina boy and a pretty good track record. Isn't he? I thought he was a Georgia boy. He went to Georgia. He, he like lives in Augusta. 
Or what is it now? Aiken. No, Aiken, yeah. Is that Aiken, South Carolina? Shit. Okay, go on. Geography, not a strong point. Nope, I need uh, to build a database. <laughs> there you go. Um, Denny McCarthy? Because he's cheap. Ooh, and I feel like we, the car we had a lot of success with... Yeah, we had a lot of success with Denny McCarthy back in the day before COVID. Um, yeah. Brendan Todd, everybody forgot that he has a couple wins and he's a top 30 putter. I like guys who can putt well. And then <laughs> a guy... I think I almost want to take him. I'm not going to divulge too much, but I think he's poised for this. Would be like his big non Ryder Cup win is Poulter. He's got Whoa. a sick track record. I feel here. like he's played pretty. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. I think he's been top eleven. That's a thing. The last three years, it's just like this is the kind of tournament that he wins. And that's when he's all. Those. He's also a die guy. Like if, I think if I throw it on the last twenty four rounds and die courses, Poulter pops. That's one thing I've noticed the last two weeks is there's like, I mean, this is basically like major championship fields. So like the value in the seven thousands is crazy right, right. now. Yeah, for sure. Like how much is DJ? He's, like, oh, he's eighty five hundred. I would not f- touch him right now because he's trash right now. Well, and this isn't a course that necessarily like plays to his advantage. You know, his He'll strengths. And I think there's a lot more dog leg lefts here too, where he's a cutter. And I think this is a course that frustrates guys who like to cut the ball, which is odd because Nicholas had a part in this. But I heard. Uh, Carl and Dennis Paulson talking about that today on Sirius XM radio, and you should check them out on Inside the Ropes. But so that's not an original take on, on the Moose's part, but thinking about DJ at 8,500 and the way he likes to hit that butter cut, it's interesting. All right, I can get into mine. Okay. Um, my top guy, um, he's got three top 20s here the last five, five years. Um, got a top, what, top three finish last week? That's, uh, Ohio's finest, Jason Kokrak. Kokrak. Talking about a guy that's due for a win. I think he's he's got to get one sooner or later. I think he could do it here. Um, I have Hovland as well. Um, kind of hundred percent owned so far. Yeah, has, I went has big on strokes gained approach, and he's second, second, second in that statistic. His last twenty four rounds. Um, the next two guys, I didn't really go off course or stats. I just felt like for their price, they're guys that have won a decent amount, so too good a value to pass up. And that's Bubba at 7,400. Played good last week. And then Sergio at 7,300. Um, Sergio 7,300? Yeah. Holy crap. <clears throat> and he doesn't miss many cuts. So um, then my last two fillers, um, this guy's eighth strokes gained approach last 24, and he was ninth in the model that I put together. Um, that's Tom Hoagie. I feel like I use him in this a lot. But anyway, then my cheap, cheap guy uh, made eight or nine cuts this year. He's played well here in the past. I think he won, actually. Um, and that's Stuart Sink. Hmm. Stupa. You, you know, it's interesting when you said that, you know, oh, I use him a lot here. Like, Hoagie, for you, like, there's guys every year that, like, you just get this level of comfort where you know it's a risky play, but at least you, you've been playing them enough that you understand what that risk is. You're like, oh, yeah. He, and I don't know what it is for Hoagie, but, like, for me a while back was a guy that won last week uh, on the Corn Ferry Tour. Um, Luke List? Yeah, Luke List. Like, I used to play him all the time when he had, like, his full status on the tour, and he can go boom or bust, man. He he can throw out the triples like I did this weekend, or he can just go on, like, just birdie tears. But I feel like we were all hot on Tyler McCumber earlier this year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who knows if that's going to ever come back? It's not. Oh, the good old Tyler McCumber days. I almost forgot like golf existed. I know. I know. That's why that's why I was kind of taken back by your like 
The broadcast sucked. Well, like, it you did. literally well, could fucking it just show a couple golf shots and but again, I'm like enamored. they had two something. fucking months to figure out how to make golf coverage better, and they made it worse. Not worse. I, I don't. So again, I'm not the most attention to detail person there is. Like when it comes to living my life, but I swear to God, if I was watching Thursday and Friday, it could have been like somebody would have gone, "Hey, did you notice there were no fans there?" I've been like, "What? Oh my god!" Like. I, and actually, Thursday, Friday, I felt like they were showing a lot more golf shots than they normally do. They always do Thursday, Friday. Yeah. And the weekend hits, and it's, well, I mean, I get why, right? It's all about money and ads. It makes sense, but, like, yeah, you get to watch more golf Thursday, Friday, in the weekend, it's like, hey, go fuck yourself. <laughs> hope you enjoy Hope you enjoy watching the Prudential ad. As far as fantasy goes, too, though, like, Thursday, Friday are way more exciting, at least for me lately, like. <laughs> With my picks, but you know, just watching the cut makers, you know, it's I love I love the Friday cut. I think that's like one of the most exciting events in sports that gets absolutely zero pub. Did you see you know? how Johnny Vegas made the cut this week, by the way? No. Sixty six. Is that right? Sixty four? Sixty six No, he shot sixty four. Six under one of the days. Shot six under the first day. Just <laughs> slopping it all around. He's five over on eighteen and he's got about a fifty footer. And he docks in about a 50-footer to shoot four over par. So he goes 64, 74, makes the cut on the number. So he went from, wow. like, second place to almost packing it. Do you, do you guys ever wish that you could go talk to his parents and ask them how they came up with the spelling for his name? For Jonathan? No, why? J-H-O-T-T. South Africa, right? No. No, no. Venezuela. Maybe that's Either a, way. Maybe that's a standard spelling down there. Maybe. Maybe hey, I'm just being insensitive. Hey, but Hey, Moose, check it? your white privilege. Sorry. Hey, Moose. Black Lives Matter. Actually, I'm all about it. You can help me out here I because I've never heard it live. And you're a Tesla guy. What's Elon's kid's name? Oh, oh I don't know. <laughs> you can't pronounce I just, it. It's the, I just drive a car. It's the router ID. What? What do you mean? His kid's name is their router ID? Well, Google it, yeah. Joke. Yeah, look up his name. Dude, it's out of control. I, I cannot pronounce it. They were saying I don't even someone know broke it all out, and it's like, I'm, I'm going to have this wrong, but it's something like Adam, when you like figured out what everything was. Well, it is the fourth suggestion on autocomplete when I type in Elon, is Elon Musk's kid name. It's a router ID. Um, it's not even like, yeah. like, there's not even like real letters. It's yeah, like an correct. A that's combined with an E. Yes. And then an A-12. So it's X space that A-E thing space A-12. Yeah. Someone Get did Will it hunting like, on the, the characters or all that. And they were like, oh, it's like Adam. I don't know. It's all. You know what? Oh, really? When well, that's kind of cool then. But like, no, it's not. God, he's not going He's going to be in college till he understands how to spell his Who cares? fucking name. he cares about what his name says? He drops. He goes, he's got billions behind it. Who gives a shit? Good for him. He's part of the Lucky Sperm Club, whatever his dumb name is. The kid's going to crush. Also, has anyone heard, like, so, like, Elon Musk's wife is, like, a musician or something? Or an actress? Does anyone know, like, anything about her? No. So, I don't know, but I'm looking at a picture right now, and she's got this kind of, like, gothic, like, hot chick. Correct. She's kind of got, like, like she's kind of got a Mara vibe going to her. I can dig it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Good to know. Hey, sh- hey, my wife listens to this. I gotta say shit like that. And are, I'm are you serious? This is also could be a subtle moose brag though too. I don't know if you're comparing Mara to Grimes. I think that's her name, right? Grimes. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you are 
in a roundabout way calling yourself like the next Elon. No, I'm definitely not the next Elon. No. I was just saying that she she's dark and beautiful. She's got the like the super black hair and yeah. She's kinda in my in my realm is what I'm saying. So I approve of Elon's you're quite attracted to Grimes. Uh well who Do that we? can't be her fucking real name. Who'd name their kid Grime? Like Oh, you know, oh, but then pluralize. If you pluralize it, it's not so bad. Oh, no, your name's not scum. Your name's scums. Now it's cute. Hey, I'm just saying, you're into some weird shit. Oh, it's okay. Oh, shit's Metzger. So at the end of the day, Jonathan Vegas with an extra T in there, not so bad. Well, not not to mention, it's not just the extra T, it's the H before the O. Yeah, but. What the fuck? That's probably a standard spelling in Venezuela or whatever. Probably, but. Check your white privilege, bro. I'm not checking anything. I'm just saying. I like Johnny Vegas. Wasn't didn't he have some passport issues recently? Oh. Yeah, probably because nobody could understand how to spell his name. They're like, no, no, your name is Jonathan, right? And he's like, no, it's Jonathan. 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 The H and the J are silent. Jonathan. <laughs> I wish I had a cool name like that. I don't. Just Ryan. Okay. Back to golf. Cool. Where, where were we at? We you, were doing uh, 43K. I think it's time for you you got to do your 43K. Okay. I'll we got a lot of shit to get through, boys. We got to speed this up. People yeah. Are, the, the, the listeners I know. are angry. Well, that one dude's going to be stoked because we've spent this entire time breaking down Jonathan the field outside, outside of our Elon Musk's kid's name tangent. But so, okay. So I had to, I went to Matt Kuchar up top. I don't know why. He just seems like he's got the history. He's won here, so obviously that's good, and he took second last year. I'm going a lot off course history this week, more so than ever, because we literally have one week of recent form. But so so I got Matt Kuchar on the far end of that spectrum. I went Davis Love the third because I just wanted to spend minimum salary, and I'm just hoping for him to make the cut and play 65th. Uh, got Luke Donald. Yeah, again. Decent course history here. Seems like a course southeast area. He was seven grand. I could probably probably change that out by the time we get there. But I got Patrick Rogers, who's just been putting lights out lately. Hasn't had anything worse than a top thirty-five in his last five starts. Hasn't played here before, but I kind of like that coming out of him. Scott Piercy at seventy-one hundred was third place here last year. Barely made the cut at the Schwab, but had some good starts coming in previous to that. Good off the tee around the green. Not a great putter. Uh, and then Joel Dahman. Have we settled on how we pronounce his last name yet? How's Damon? Damon? Okay. Matt's cousin. That's right. So, Joel Damon. Uh, that guy, he hasn't had... He's coming off four straight top 20 finishes, including two top fives, and was top 20 here last year, so... He's the guy rounding out my 43K lineup. Tractor, so did okay. he just go to PXG? Did who? To PXG. Did Damon, Damon. Oh, I think he did. Because did, didn't I send you that Instagram yeah, post? Yeah, he's on there, yeah. I'm like, wow, look at these big signs. It was Joel yeah. Damon and who, who was the other guy? I have no idea. Might have been Tyler McCucumber. <laughs> Has anyone got better since they went there? Uh, I think we went over this a couple of times. Oh, mean, they got Chez, too? And Kokrak? <clears throat> Haley Moore? Oh, shit, son. Interesting side note on Damon. His last name is very similar to Dahmer. And mm. when I was playing out at Sand Valley three weeks ago, my caddy was telling me how another caddy used to party with Dahmer. And he was like, 
telling him this story about how one time Dahmer like asked him to come back to his house. He's like, oh, no, I can't. He's like, oh, I was totally the next guy. But that's my quick side tangent. What if you partied with Dahmer a whole bunch and he never invited you over? Would you take it personally? Like I'm not, I don't look delicious enough. Or maybe you don't bathe enough. You know, maybe he's like, oh, that's just stinky meat. (laughs) (laughs) One and done, Paul. (laughs) No, I want to get back to this. I want to know like, Moose, was that your way to like not get killed by a cannibal serial killer? Just like, I'm not going to shower just out of my own safety. No, it's it's actually mostly out of laziness and the fact that I've been working from home for the last six months. And I don't see anybody other than my kids and my wife. And my wife still is she amazing. Who looks just like, like Grimes Musk. Grimes Musk. Oh, my God. That's such a horrible name. A musk Anyways. What about Musky Grimes? I know. That's what I'm, that's what I'm getting at. Let's pick this week's winners as we play... One and done. Paul's got some big news, boys, about one and done. Paul, was that after second last week? Yeah, you got a W. No, I didn't get a W. For our group? Weren't you the highest guy? No, no, Moose, no was. Moose was. No, Moose had the best finish last week. Never mind, T10 I guess still suck. From Sung GM, I had the second best finish, T29 from Kevin Kisner, which is my second best finish of the year. In like nice. third made cut. And Tractor Rhino suck and missed the cut. Yep. With both did you did you make more money last week than you have all season yet? No, no I have a good showing once. Oh, okay. I picked Burger at Honda when we were down there and he finished fourth. Yeah. I was just a little too early on him. But you knew it was coming. Yep. What did I know that you guys didn't? <laughs> Lots. That's why we call you so, the Palmanac. But I am I still is, in last. All I knew is I was in a lot of trouble when I watched like the Thursday coverage. <clears throat> and the coverage goes, I see one T-ball of Kevin Na. And they're like, he's picking the tee up very gingerly. He looks like <laughs> he might be hurt. I'm like, mother trucker. And then he's out this week, so he must actually be hurt. But I was like, you have to be kidding me. Like you've Na's been- out this week? Yeah, he's out. I think oh, I gotta update the fancy national tour junkies. Like ripped me last week because I was on top of the fucking WDs. Anyways, go on. No, so not much movement, but uh, Moose is still in first, two point six five million. Tractor in second, one point two seven five. Rhino in third, just short of one point two. And I'm still in last with uh, four hundred thirty-two thousand dollars. So that means I get to go first again. Um, I'm going to take the hot hand. You guys apparently think he sucks because he can't putt, but he finishes great every week. And I think I just read he's on pace for the seventh best strokes gained approach season in shot league history. So Colin Morikawa this week. Uh, I feel like Back to my inside the ropes radio stuff too. I heard that he could potentially break Tiger Woods' most consecutive cuts make as a a rookie. He never missed one. Yeah. yeah, he's never missed one, so... The guy's irons are just... I mean, yeah, they so, said he's like the... So he's I think it's... I think I actually it might be if he if he makes a cut this week, he ties it, but I'm not certain on that. Tune in to Inside the Ropes if yeah. you want some actual, like, knowledge. But sorry, Colin, the icy hand of Paul Cito has picked you this week, which... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, make sure you let your guy know that he's going to end up withdrawing before the tournament starts. Code would be nice. I guess not. Nah, didn't withdraw. He just he missed the cup by one, didn't he? Yeah, you know, yeah, it was one hundred. He missed by one. He was just had a ginger back. Jordan, fire away. I'm gonna hate watch this weekend. I, hopefully, he gets to the weekend. 
But it's kind of a punt. But I, like I said, I think this is the kind of tournament that this dipshit wins. Non Ryder Cup. I'm going Poulter, and I'm going to hate oh. it because I, it's another Englishman, and he's probably going to miss the cut. Dumb. And then we're going to be right back here in a week, and I'm going to be cursing <laughs> the fucking England. And Poulter of all. Oh, the worst of the worst. I wonder how his hair's been doing through COVID. Do you think he was like first in line to get the to get a hair a hairdo done when? The salons open back up. He Need probably has a salon. In my tips right? They're frosted. pretty, they're pretty uh, loose with their rules down there, so I bet he hasn't had any issues. Yeah, yeah, you got to keep those tips frosted at all times. In this day and age, for sure. All right, <laughs> all right, tractor. Which limp are you taking this week? I'm going Incredible Hulk, Deschambeau. <laughs> I'm going to make. I want to watch him overpower this course that you shouldn't overpower. That, no, that you blow his back out. Did you, to, why didn't you listen to Paul? Paul said you can't overpower this. Because DeChambeau is a fucking beast. And he's he going to really go Hulk is. on it. And I'm going to send so many fucking DMs to Jordan about when Cobra releases after every day. His driving distance average. 365 <laughs> average. I'm 349 on Thursday. Or yeah, oh. sorry, it was, sorry. It was 345 or 349. Guy's a beast. But yeah. I want to see him. I think he uh, kind of blew it, and I think he knows it. So that's my pick. And since okay. I can take him in 43 because I'm retarded with my math, <laughs> I want to take him in some capacity, so I'm taking him here. Yeah, so this is like the probably the worst pick in one-and-done history considering that there's no reason to punt right now at all. But I'm going to go with Matt's cousin Joel again. Here he's... He's just been hot lately. He's mediocre in every single stat on Fantasy National right now. And I'm just thinking, like, that's the type of guy that wins it. So I'm going to go Joel Damon. Well, hold hold the phone there. You took him at the American what? Express. And he went- I've already taken him? <laughs> oh, fuck me. Get a fucking room. You took I can't him- even believe I've taken him before. You that's took the craziness. American Express withdraw. Because I rem- remember you took... We went. This was like our, one of our first episodes. You took some other. Oh, that's like, right. Total slapdick, and you were like, oh no, no, and he withdrew. And we, and we agreed to let you make a new pick, and you laid the hammer with Joel Damon. Withdrew too. Yes, I remember that. It was the, my two withdraws and one fucking one and done thing. God damn it! Um, Yet you're still winning. So I know, right? But oh god, I'm gonna go. Do I have Hideki left? I probably don't have him left either. Do I? Hideki? Uh, you yeah. do have him. I'll take Hideki then. He's slightly more mediocre in every set. What's that? He's actually had a pretty good year. Yeah, he's had a pretty good year. Has he ever? He's missed the cut here once before, at least in the last six years. So looking good, but I can, I can see his game translating well here. You know, he's he's a consistent guy. It's not like he overpowers anything. It's just... When you can kind of figure out that putter along with everything else is when he gets so, going. So on that American Express, I'm pretty sure this is my Palmanac sensor is going off. I'm pretty sure you took like Nate Lashley. Yes, was your initial 100%. pick? That's what it was. <laughs> and you're and he, he dropped out like on Wednesday, and we agreed to let you make a new pick. And yeah, you took Joel Don That's, and he withdrew. God, <laughs> so good. Well, good. So now everybody can like go play Damon. Have him miss the cut and blame me for my one and done pick. And I'll be like, no, he wasn't even my pick. I just put him in my 43K lineup. That's a free entry. So fuck yourself. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So we got Matsuyama, Bryson, Poulter, and Morikawa for our four 
one and dones. Time for my favorite game of the week, Fantasy Nassau. Yeah, but our little Nassau game, it's basically a fantasy four-ball match. So we switch up the teams every week. Um, so basically two players per team. It's Tractor and I this week against Moose and Rhino. Literally a four-ball match, front-back total. Nassau like you would do at home for all four days, so 12 points total. Um, if any nine is halved, it just goes down as a zero. So um, last week, Rhino and Tractor had McElroy and Rom against Moose and I who had Fowler and Simpson, and McElroy was the only guy to make the cut. Whoop, whoop. So we did squeak out a win on one nine and a half on the other before the uh, cut. So well, 10-1 loss last week for Moose. God, that was embarrassing. I mean, how bad are we as a podcast – you picked four guys, and we had one guy make the fucking Well, cut. the best part about it, too, when we picked this, it's not like you have to pick from an asset, like, range, yeah. right? Like, you pick anyone you want. And we all pick big guns. Other than who we picked and one and done. And I got it done. So that helped Rhino get a little closer to being out of the cellar. But um, Tractor, still in the lead with 71 points on the year. I am in second with 55. Uh, Moose and Rhino are close now. Moose with 40. Rhino with 40. Let's just make this untouchable for them. Flip the T. Yeah, so Tractor and I have a have an opportunity to socially distance. Oh, we're already okay. socially distanced. We're about that? ready to get on. Uh, <laughs> Remember know, last week when I flipped SpaceX the T and it turned bar. out heads? <laughs> yeah. Won't happen again. Okay, so this is There'll between be Tractor and I. It literally landed sideways. Second turn. Oh, it's us. It's us, Rhino. Hell yeah. Okay, I'm going to let you, you take us, you lead us off here. Unless you want to defer to me. Um... I'll I'll take him if he's okay. on the board. Uh, I'm gonna go JT. Nice. I'm not, not gonna talk anybody out of it this week. Nope. Exactly. Can't talk. Yeah, I should have taken him last week instead of Ricky. But. Paul, you want to pick first? Uh, no, you tell me. Go. Um, let's see. I mean, I have to take him if he's playing this week. So Rory, I took my pick. <laughs> well, I had to get him before Moose did. It was coming. Uh, Is Nate Lashley in the field, Moose? He's not. Oh. I'm I'm kind of going between. Let me see here. Looking at Fantasy National. Rom's never played here before. Shoffley's a 63 and a 32 here. Shoffley's clearly got better form with a third last week. Oh, man. Do you think it's shitty to go Webb again right now? Or do you like do you like going uh, Rom? You can't miss the cut two weeks in a row, right? Uh, yeah, I'd probably go Webb over Rom here. Okay, let's do that. So what? So I guess we allow table talk when you're. We do. Yep, always it sure is. It, it makes for more interesting podcasts. Have we anyways. allowed or have we not? I don't know if we've ever allowed it, but I think it's great. It gives the viewers a glimpse into what we're thinking. <laughs> the culmination of hours upon hours of research coming so together. So Ram and Thomas versus Hideki Masoyama. What? What? <laughs> taking Hideki. You can't take you him. You can't take Moose him. Because Moose oh. just took him and wanted done. I was going to the bathroom, so. Jeez. Oh. Well, I'm taking You Xander. need to get one of those P clubs. Taking Xander. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm off the P club. No, dude, I'm on that uh, the stadium pal, the one where it like, attaches to your leg and you're just pissing it. I feel like I'd rather pee in a you're taking, than something that's like. I'm taking Xander. Tied. Okay. So we got Rory and Xander against Ram and Thomas. Okay. Love it. Perfect. So what's the? Oh yeah. So we got the full thing out. What were our one and dones again? We got. Wait, Paul. Did you say Rom and Thomas? No, yeah, we, we no, Webb and no. Thomas. Yeah, Webb and Thomas. Who? Yeah. Oh, you did yeah. take Webb. Okay. Yeah, you guys are pissed at me. Jesus. Okay. So now that we've gotten all that stuff out of the way, 
this is the point. I think this is going to be a recurring thing is where we just tell the listeners that if they're, they don't care about our golf or about our stories, they can just buzz off. Oh, here, I'm going to go. Oh, so yeah, Jordan's leaving. No, 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 no. <laughs> I need to pee. Hang on. And I want to, I want to hear the, the play by play from yesterday because it was gripping and riveting. We will, we will sit here in silence until you return. Yes. This is for the listeners. This is, uh, the final hour where we talk about our weekend and last week golf adventures that we think are very entertaining. And uh, you guys probably don't, but uh, like Moose said, turn it the fuck off. We don't care. First off. All right. And you know what, though? The the funny thing is is that there are probably people, as we get doing this, that are going to fast forward to this spot in the show. Like, I'll start putting this in the notes. I strongly disagree, but I'd love to see Me too. That's very narcissistic and, like, wishful thinking on my point. I mean, the fact that I was the day one leader out of our group is fucking... Oh! First off... All right, so for you people listening who are still here. So this tournament is basically our club championship stroke play. We play it from the blue tees, which are, what, 7,200? Yeah, 7,200 yards. And the greens are real firm right now. Rolling real well. Paul, Paul, what would you say they're rolling this week? Oh, 13. Well, I know on Tritz, our superintendent sent an email out, I think, on Thursday or Friday. I think think it was Friday. And Friday, I think they were at 12.4. So I'm guessing they were 12.5 all weekend, if not. I miss. If not more. But it's more of the firmness. Like, you can't. I mean, with wind and how firm they were. You I missed green, two putts so. that trickled over the edge and somehow didn't fall, and I had eight feet back. <laughs> well, which hole do you remember? Uh, well, four, the par three, right? I mean, that was. Oh, yeah, that's straight down there. there. Yeah. And, and down, down fan, man. too. Yeah, I had almost went, almost went off the green. I think my ball was rolling for almost 45 seconds. Um, and then, ah, what other one did I miss? I missed one on five. First day that lipped out and then just picked up speed around the corner and they have yeah. a back left or like middle yeah. back left kind of thing. Right yeah, right. caught the in, caught the back corner and it kicked it out and I had like six feet back. I mean, it was it was so hard. Yeah, so so let's let's so you shot. What did you shoot on day one? I went eighty eight ninety three. Okay, and I went ninety two eighty eight. Oh, good for yeah. you. It got you by one. <laughs> Day two was way harder. So too. much harder. Sick bread. Yeah, I went ninety three, ninety two. It was. I think on was, Sunday I missed. Uh, I think I missed brutal. five or six putts inside three feet, and I want to say on only one of those I made the comebacker. Like it was. I don't know. Like again, like we talked about COVID pins. So like you guys have played how I play. I like to just, when they're short, I just slam them to the back. <coughs> I just hit them hard. Yeah. Well, with the pin in there, you just can't. Right. So like I'm trying to hit these like dying putts, and then I they catch the edge and they go by. I just can't get myself to slam them home because I'm just convinced they're going to get knocked out. But I'm probably better off trying to slam them home, get them knocked out, and having a one-inch tap-in versus the fucking eight-footer I keep having coming back. Tractor, if it's like a three-footer in a tournament, you don't need to slam it home. Just make it. Jordan, some of us have mental issues. Have you ever seen him putt a three-footer? He yeah, just I know slams he, I know, it home. Oh, I know, but you can still like you know go firm to the back. It's not, uh, the pins got be. these pins with the thing got me rattled, what? baby, rattled. So uh, what happened? Did the did the diaphragm raise up a little bit on Sunday? Well, here, okay, this it sounded is like, like there was that was an issue on Sunday, not an issue on Saturday. It, no, it was an issue Saturday. Well, Schmidt had one. I saw Schmidt miss one on. Saturday. So what I don't get is maybe you guys. I would say the things we're playing in the cups, it's like an acrylic disc that rests 
on the top of the cup, but under the grass line, if that makes sense to people. Up well, yeah, so, like, like you know, other- when you're looking at a cup, you see, like, that little, like, Ridge. inch of dirt, that inch of dirt that sometimes they spray paint white. It sits right at the bottom of that where it meets the cup, the, the cup part yeah. that's so in the ground. So it sits inside the dirt edge, but on top of the metal cup. It's an acrylic piece. And up until like this weekend, they were out of, I've played the pool noodle, other things. They were the best things I've played. Like they kept it in. It's almost like they died. And this weekend, it's like they bounced out. I don't know if it was hot. I also did notice that a lot of them weren't down that far, even though at the first tee, our, uh, our illustrious leader says they're... They got the cups down as far as they can get them, and they were shallower than I've seen them all year. So I did. I did have one. I had a. I had a six incher pop out in the blue tee, but that's neither good. So it wasn't just this weekend. Well, just, I, I haven't seen. I didn't seen one come out until yesterday. And that's then I was crazy. Like, well, yeah, it's not even half a ball deep. Like, of course, but so. We can get into this other thing, but I think for the purposes of this show, we should just refer to him as Mr. Magoo. And we all know who we're talking about, like with the six-stroke discrepancy. Or do we just not even want to get into that? I'd rather not get into it, but let's just talk about issues at golf courses. How about that? We can talk about that offline if we need Mr. Magoo? Okay, yeah, we'll talk about it offline. I see the, the scared looks in your eyes. I'll give you guys a real quick recap. No, I- Here's the real quick recap is... One of the guys playing in the final groups at the course, supposedly after nine holes, the guy that's marking his score and the player had a six-shot discrepancy between their scores. And I believe Mr. Magoo was doing Mr. Magoo things, but the guy keeping his score, like the guy a lot, you also I should can't be asking after trust every his hole. number either because he also admitted he never asked him what he had. Well, yeah, that's silly, too. Right? Like, okay, so when you guys play tournament golf, all your listeners, like, what pisses me off the most is, like, when I make my putt and it's a double, I'm like, on a par four, I go, that's a six as I pick up the ball. So the guy hears and knows what I got. Like, the guy I was keeping for score the other day would make a putt and would never say a thing and be like, was that a five? He's like, no, that was a. Then you feel like a jackass if you. I'm like, well, just fucking say what what you mean. Why do you feel like a jackass? I don't. It's his job to tell you because it almost feel like you know, like because it's usually a big number. They're like, weren't you paying attention? I don't pay attention to your score. Like when you put your when your ball goes in the Mm -hmm. cup and you're picking it up, just say that's a six, that's a four. Like how hard is it? Like, why should I even have to act? Like, you should just be telling me. Like, you know I'm keeping your score. Well, but that's the other thing, too, though. I mean, if you're in the final group, you're paying attention to what the other guys are doing. So you you probably don't... Do you think he was? Because there's not always that going on. He's in his world. Well, there's that possibility, too. But my point is... uh, Like, so, so, two strokes, two strokes, fine, you didn't ask. Two strokes, six is like... That's having to ask in every fucking hole. But the, shouldn't they have hashed that out right after nine try to figure out what the hell's going on? For sure. And, and yeah, you need to rectify it for our group. We didn't even then. talk about yeah. If, if Mr. Magoo is playing that, you gotta you gotta know that okay, he's he's gonna try and get away with something yeah. here. So yeah. I need to, well, you know, yeah. audit him on a hole by hole basis. Yeah. I mean like our did group you have a five or did you have compare a compare cards after our group didn't compare cards after nine, no and I'm does. sure they probably didn't either. And especially if Mr. Magoo is trying to pull stuff, he's not going to be like, hey, let's, <laughs> let's go over our cards for the front nine. Like, Let's verify that you're like, off No, because right honestly, it's, honestly, it's like, okay, all this get done, and, you know, he's not gonna, they're not going to remember what happened on, you know, when I was chopping on hole five, you know. I don't know. The whole, the whole thing yeah. that sucks about it, though, is so 
What happens for this event is the top 10 in this event make it into the club championship match play, which is like our real club championship. Um, there's 16 guys, so there's playing spots. What sucks is, so he ended up taking 10th by one stroke, and one of our other buddies, you know, was one stroke behind that. And so he now has to go try to qualify in a different yeah. event to get in. It's kind and of BS. for me, like, that's, you know, that makes it even worse. But, like, even if that wasn't the case, like, even if he had finished 15th or yes. you know, something like that, it doesn't yeah. make it again. Any there's well, again two points the on that, too. So, first of all, Bits also missed by one, and he had one that hit the liner and popped out. So, there's that to start. So, he had one stroke right there that was just, it popped out. But then. Well, the other part, I mean, too, there's just like, there's a history with Mr. Mc... And which will be, it'll be really interesting to see what shakes out. Because our club has a very low tolerance for a lot of that stuff. And, you know, there's been a lot of members who've been not for Maguri. We have a low t- tolerance for Maguri. <laughs> yeah, they've been told to leave. So, I uh, mean, it, the way I've always seen it is like sandbagging is one thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's whatever. Fine. Go for it, buddy. If that really, if you shoot fucking 85 for 65, good on you. But yeah. blatant fucking gross cheating in a gross event. Is gross, and I'm just. And again, to be fair to Mr. Magoo, we're not so sure about the guy who is counting the numbers. They didn't verify, so maybe Mr. Magoo was a hundred percent right. Yeah, which kind of brings a little bit of problem into the uh, the fire that's been spreading. Where I'm just has it been spreading? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's everywhere. I I missed it today. It's one of those where you're kind of like, I'm sure Mr. Magoo did something, but the guy who was in charge of making sure Mr. Magoo didn't do anything. Might not have really been paying attention, right? Well, it sounded like, like what, yeah. what he did on 16 was irreparable. Well, that was just weird. That I mean, was he played the two d- balls. Such douche behavior. And he played the two balls. Yeah, but so yeah, that, which is fine. But then what he said to later, yeah, to other people. Yeah. Well, so that was, was the weirdest thing the too. Is so so on 16, on 16, the issue on 16 was that he had a lie that there was like a sprinkler head or something no, involved. An electrical box. Electrical box. Blah blah blah. Whether it affected his swing or not, whatever. Like as far as I know, you say that hey, this this is affecting. It. This is how it is. You, you get the relief. Blah blah blah. But so he ends up playing out two balls. He makes. The ball that he wants to play for birdie he makes like a twenty footer for birdie. Oh, he throws. People tight are clapping. It was tight, huh? It was tight. Yeah, it was tight, but it was a good putt. But the first thing he did as soon as he made that putt is he yelled out at our head pro, saying something like, "No thanks to you, head pro." No, he said, "I better get a effing drop." Is what he some okay? Like, thank you, Paul. Like like jo- like half joking, like thinking he's funny, but everybody knows the rep and. Like, zero people laughed. It was pretty fun. It was funny that nobody yeah. laughed. Yeah. So, Paul Manak here, for people funny. listening or still on air, explain what happens when there's, like, the electrical box. It's not – you don't get a drop unless you're literally going to hit the With box. With your club, not the ball. With your club. Yep. Yeah. So, he – I mean, that's one where, so, you know, which he pulled the driver out. I think after the fact, it. he tried to claim that – yeah. And my point is, like, so if you'd taken a drop and hit it in the water, would you have been lobbying that hard? No, he hit a. He threw a dart and yeah. made the putt, and then it, the tides turned. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why he was complaining. He was so far out of it at that point. I just would have been like, I'll play it. I don't care. Get me out of here. Because he was trying to be top 10. Well, there's probably that, but. Well, all I but know yeah, is but So, again, again back, on, back on that front nine, just to let people know, <laughs> the discrepancy was the guy keeping his card had him at a 51, 
and he had him at a 45. <laughs> I mean, it's not like it wasn't like the difference between a 36 and a 41 either. So there were there were big numbers flying out there. And I mean, like my I mean, thing is, is like I when like. I talk to Mr. Magoo, just one on one, he seems like a d- decent dude. I don't know all this history. I've never but. had a problem with him. I just his reputation reputation precedes himself. Um, and by the way, Hansen is my fucking hero, Chris Hansen. If you're listening to the pod, fucking you're the man. First of all, they had this bet going on him Who and Mr. Magoo. Who could possibly Magoo. be listening to this pod that knows all of these people that would not know who Mr. Magoo is? Like, who is <laughs> oh, there's there's a lot of people who are listening to this that don't know who Mr. Magoo no, I is. Yes, there's a lot of people who know exactly who Mr. Magoo is. Here's the part, though, listeners. If you got a member guest at your club, or like an invitational, and someone from Hazeltine's showing up, shoot Metzger, uh, shoot at Moose an email like, this guy's showing up. Is his handicap legit? Should I play a money game with him? And we'll let you know. <laughs> yeah, it was... It was something else. But so so Chris Hansen like literally walks up to Mr. Magoo and he's like, That's bullshit. How can you be seven strokes off? You should quit the course. Sends him a Venmo request for a thousand dollars because the day before they were talking Oh, this is what's craziest, is that the day before they're having the conversation, he goes, So Mr. Magoo shot seventy six on day one and Hansen says, I bet you you don't break 78 and a half for a thousand bucks tomorrow. Mr. Magoo says, yes, you're on. And then Chris Hansen says, well, hold on now. If you take a golf cart, you lose the bet. He's like, what? I can't take a golf cart? He's like, okay, no. If your golf cart goes up ahead of everybody else, the bet is off and you lose or you lose the bet. He goes, what are you calling me a cheater? Hansen says, well, there's only one reason a golf cart ever drives up ahead of everybody else. So that's the day before all this shit happens. So it's not like... Why was he taking a cart in and the first place? And why is that even legal? the only person in a 46-person field that, that took a cart. He, is it a medical thing? Or he probably just can't walk anymore? I don't know. That's the beauty yeah, of golf, though. Every club's got some bullshit like this. Okay, Which so... It's so funny because, like... You interact with human beings like this on a daily basis. You're like, yeah, that's fine. I can just cheat at golf. Yeah. But then the, the funniest part was that he stuck around oh. yesterday, too. And, like, with all it's like, okay, this obviously no self-awareness going on. No, he's doing like, probably that or damage control. He did the same thing earlier this year, uh, like a month and a half ago, when Whitcraft walked off the golf course and he hung out with us for, like, an hour and a half in the parking lot drinking beers. Well, so Ooh, I, I, maybe this is the time to tell the story, Tractor. <laughs> what story? There, isn't there a story behind this? There's really no story. It's, it's, well, so it's, it's all the same, right? Like, okay, here, we're playing. Right, 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 let him get to this, but let me just touch on that last thing. So that was the thing that I thought was the shittiest yesterday is that Parker, who won the Heffelfinger, which is our like stroke play cup championship, relatively new member. How long has he been there? Three years? Probably. Played so, D1 down at uh, New Mexico. Yeah. Um, awesome golfer, but like he's going up against Gussie, who's the Palmanac's brother-in-law, who everybody knows forever. So, you know, naturally people know Gussie, and they're kind of rooting for him while they're playing, even though, you know, they're excited to see good golf. But he's a new member. He wins the club championship, and then Mr. Magoo sits down next to him right after the awards presentation, and... No one wants to go up and, like, congratulate or talk to 
Parker because they got Mr. Magoo is sitting right there. It's like nobody wanted anything to fucking do with Mr. Magoo. And so I felt bad for Parker, honestly. And he was, yeah, telling the guy who just won about how good he was 15 years ago. And <laughs> Yeah, I bet that's it. Yeah, I was having dinner with my kids, and my I was just... Oh, you could, like, overhear, like, the conversation, too? Yeah, I was, you know, I used to hit her over the bunkers on nine, and I used to drive number two. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Uncle frickin' Rico. Yeah, it does. But no, so here's what happened. Those are lies. Those are blatant lies. Correct. (sighs) Okay, should we just get back to us, because, like, I don't even know. Well, Jordan wants to hear the story. So all that happened, Jordan. Oh, yeah. Let's hear that. They're Sorry. On one yes. of the, they're on one yeah, of the Yeah, this holes. is big because this might get us an extra 10 viewers or listeners this <laughs> so week. Apparently, all that, apparently what happened was, right? Like, what do you fucking all HNGC is going to be like, oh, my God, there's so much dirt. <laughs> so Magoo and Todd have a history, right? That goes back to out at Sleepy Hollow, dealing under the deck, from the bottom of the deck, the whole bit, right? This guy's just serial. Never happened. It never happened. I don't know how to deal from the bottom. <laughs> okay. Um, I wasn't there, but, you know, whatever. So, apparently, they're playing roll re-roll. He's got, like, a six-footer, and he's all pissed because Todd won't give him the putt. And then, That's a fucking because, six-footer. Yeah, and Todd had, like, a four-footer, and then they bitched about it, da-da-da-da-da. Apparently, then they get to 12, and he watches Magoo, like, fluff his lie, which he later claimed he was verifying his golf ball or something like that. <laughs> Uh, and then, with his club head. I'm going to verify my, my mark with my club head here. And then uh, apparently something happened on 15 green. I think it was again like he was pissed that Todd won't give him a putt, but it was like, you know, for an umby. Uh, so that and then Todd just literally walked off the golf course from 15 green and went right to his car and left. Love it. That's a long fucking walk. It is. Correct. And then, yeah, and then Magoo, like, hung out in the parking lot the whole time, and I was hammered, and I just grinded on him. It's like, God, you know, it's not like Todd to leave the golf course. So, like, did he cheat or what? (laughs) Apparently what I got from our buddy Eric Shen (laughs) was the final straw was there was a, apparently a hole they were, like, it was like nobody could tell. Oh, yeah, that was it. That's what happened on 15 green. So they agreed, like, let's just call it a wash. The Mr. Magoo makes his birdie putt. And tried to say, well, that's an ombi. I had the near. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, no, we agreed. That no, yeah. We just, you know. That's. So that was, that was the, according yeah, to. That, yep, that's right. Eric, that's what happened. That was the, uh, the final straw. But they, those two have a huge history. And basically it's like, just don't get in a money game. Well, why would Whitecraft ever play golf? With them? Well, like he just showed up, didn't he? Like, I think so, yeah. They had a threesome and he just hopped in. <laughs> I don't really sure. So so I tried I tried explaining all this to my wife last night. And she goes, Don't ever give me shit for watching Real Housewives again. (laughs) (laughs) Because this right here, this is Real Housewives. Like can I also just say that if you're (coughs) complaining that your playing partner isn't giving you four footers, five footers, six footers, you gotta look at yourself at the fucking mirror. I don't care if it's a exactly. It absolutely. If, if you barter for it, if you play yeah. the game, you go yeah. good, good. Yeah. That's well, the other, on, well, the other part well done. For you but if you're complaining that you have to put a five foot putt for a dollar or a thousand dollars, go fuck yourself. If you want to play the game, well, the other yeah. part for listeners here, the guy, but he's a pretty good player. Like he's really good. I just don't. It's one of those yeah. where, like, why do you need to do this? Like, you're you're pretty good. The why giving putts thing always jams me. It's like. Personally, I would never be mad if somebody doesn't give me. I don't care if it's a six-inch oh. pot. Like, if I think that it should be given to me, exactly. Then I should make exactly. It. Like, yep. 
which is why I don't oh, think 100% of the time you should go make that putt. Do you think it should be a gimme then? Yeah. So, Tractor, how much did you want to talk shit about, like, you just crushing me and Paul on day one? Let's just go on on that for a second. Not really. So, you beat me by, you beat me by, you were 88, you beat me by. What was your, what was your course handicap from there? Because I was a 12 from back there. I don't know. Well, it's a, it's you a probably gross won the, You won the net, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's a gross event, so I didn't even look at what yeah. my handicap was. Well, did you was. beat me in gross, too? No, yeah, exactly. no, you beat me. I, I went ninety three, ninety two. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I couldn't avoid the triples. Hey, Paul, how the new shaft work? Your new shaft, hey, what new driver shaft? Good. I actually drove it. It sounds stupid, but I drove it decent for the most part. Other than number five, the first day, I almost almost hit a tee shot backwards because I hit a tree so hard, seventy five oh yards. Oh my god, I forgot miles. about that. You said like you hit three trees day this one. This game was like this was coming back at me in like slow motion, and I was like, this might hit me or go behind me, and it landed about twenty yards short of where I was, about five yards from my golf bags, mm-hmm. which would have been a penalty if it, the ball hit my Did bag. Did you hit the big tree on the left? Yes. Oh. It was. It went to Ben OB because I mean it was pulled hard. Like it would have been buzzing the guy grilling burgers. It would have buzzed his tower. That's OB. <laughs> that would have been in McHugh's. That would have been in McHugh's pool. But it was. It was. It was. It was a new guy. It was a new guy grilling the burgers this weekend too. Was that yeah, eight dollar burgers. But yeah, so four hundred fifty yard par four, and I think I had about four twenty five in for my What'd second you make? shot. Hey, I made six, but I. Kind of like topped my three wood on my side. Tried to three wood out of the rough. Kind of half topped it. Then get a hybrid down there, greenside bunker up and down for six. So not my highest hole. Hell of a week, six. But. Hey, fun part. Yeah. If anyone else has shitty shots like that recorded, <laughs> send them to our Twitter. We'll vote which one's the worst. Send it in. Oh my god! You know what? I almost forgot too. We had two members or two listeners sign up for our uh, society on the golf club. And maybe if we advertise that you can join our society, which is called Pods, right now we might get another one. We'll get our our society up to six members. So come on in and join us. Yeah, we got to get that going because that's kind of entertaining. I mean, I haven't joined it yet, but I don't have time. Uh, you know what? I am going to, after after next week, I'm going to reduce it to just two rounds. Four rounds is a bit that's excessive. Yeah. yeah, give it a whole two week rounds, play two. two rounds, one course. That's that's all we need. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I'm glad you guys all are still listening. If you are, uh, we're probably down to five people, but that's cool. Um, and you five, you clearly care. So uh, why don't you go over to fantasynational.com, throw in your little promo code of what pods pods. And uh, save yourself 20%. Actually, it's not even a promo code. You literally should just go to fantasynational.com slash pods. Oh, there you go. It's not really a promo promo code. You just go to that URL. Sure. (laughs) But uh, that's You you type it in, not like Google. You just type it in and you're there. There you go. Fire it up, boys. We'll see you guys. Fire it up. We'll see you next time. It's like me for... Me for the tartan jacket. I'm just ready fired up. I want well, to see that tartan jacket dawn. Yeah, I wanted the colonial ones. They kind of like I can't that. wait to see it dawned on some mid-ranked player that is just super accurate. So you're saying uh, your one-and-done's not going to win? No, Hadaki Mahoyama? Well, I mean, hey, like, first of all, this is my confidence level on here is that I try sneaking in Joel Damon for the second time. <laughs> in like eight weeks. <laughs> I know. You know, there's like, like seriously, there's a like, and I'm try. I was trying to punt in a freaking twenty tournament season. There's a lot of good players left. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, listen next week for Moose's continued terrible picks. Yep. Sweet. And he's in first place. So, hey, that's why we got a website. You make your own picks. We don't make the picks for you. Boom. Love it. That's what I needed. Um, trying to find the thing to stop this now. You know what's sad is just me mumbling for two seconds is going to cost me ten minutes of time. And that concludes the most recent installment of Nice Shot Pods. On behalf of Tractor, the Rhino, Paul, and myself, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.